This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Time for the scorecard on the sounding board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. The final scorecard for 2021, Jane. If adopted, the Australian government's anti-troll legislation, which would allow social media users to sue bullies and require companies to reveal users' identities, will have an immediate and incredibly positive impact on our online environments. Eight. I'm going to give it a five. I'll explain why later. The international community, especially Western countries, should be incredibly careful not to perpetuate what Malawian President Lazarus Chekwera calls Afrophobia and wait for proper scientific evidence before shutting borders to head off the spread of the new Omicron COVID variant. Ten. Two. Sky News commentator Peter Credlin recently said the online vitriol that has been thrown at me for choosing to be vaccinated and advocating for vaccines, I've never seen anything like it. Credlin shouldn't expect any sympathy given the profile of the audience she has targeted and tried to appeal to during her time at Sky. Ten. Seven. Scott Morrison recently slammed the New South Wales Independent Commission Against Corruption as a kangaroo court, which mounted a, quote, most shameful attack on former Premier Gladys Berejiklian. Morrison's outburst has ensured that corruption will be top of mind as a big issue ahead of the next federal election. Zero. Eight. One of Australia's top economists, Saul Eslake, has suggested there should be a higher Medicare levy for unvaccinated Australians as a way to help the struggling healthcare system. Eslake's call starts a conversation that could slide down a very slippery slope of limiting healthcare for many personal reasons. Eight. Pass. In the case of missing high country campers Russell Hill and Carol Clay, it was extremely strange and misguided for some media outlets to use the suspect's occupation and company name as a descriptor. He was named for days as the Jetstar pilot. Nine. Eight. Ham absolutely outweighs turkey on the Christmas table. Zero. Ten. Oh. <laughs> If Australian retailers want to embed Black Friday sales into the Australian retail calendar, they should stick to a genuine one-day sale and not stretch Black Friday over weeks and weeks. It just dilutes the concept. Zero. Zero. In 2022, the Sounding Board podcast should extend to weekly video episodes, not just audio, as a way of reaching new listeners. Zero. <laughs> I like wearing a T-shirt in the studio. Nine. You can wear a T-shirt, Damon. Not, not if you're on video. All right, we're very different there. I'll run you back through mine, Jane. So I'm a big fan of snackable video, as you know, so I would like to see more of that next year. The Black Friday is fantastic. Did you put that question in, all that statement period in? Period of time. Yeah. Ham beats turkey. Ham's meat. No, it yes. doesn't. No. Yes. Turkey's for Thanksgiving. You can have ham any day of the week, Hutchie. You? you can't have turkey every day of the week. The Jet Star pile to fill... Uh, Sorry for Jetstar for the way they were depicted. I don't understand the Saul Eastlake <laughs> situation enough. Uh, I do think corruption is going to be a big issue in the federal election, and I think Scott's sort of really given the Labor Party a chance to pitch it that way. So I made it an eight because I think the Labor will take it and run with it. Peter Crillon should not expect sympathy. I know Damo gave her some because of his close personal friendship and advocacy <laughs> for Tony Abbott, uh, but uh, I think she wouldn't expect it either. Afrophobia we should be worried about and scared about. It can be a thing, and we should take a really dim view of those that choose However, 
I voted two because I do think caution is the right approach from everybody yep. until we know more. And but, that that's maybe. why I gave it 10. Yep. So I gave it two because... For the caution. You, you answered the question wrongly. And I, I mean, I am in, I know free speech is important, but I am in favour of tougher trolling laws. No but, no, but the statement said we should wait for proper scientific evidence. That's why I said it. That's why I gave it 10, Hutchie. No. You, you read You're it confused. <laughs> it's, the question said we should be incredibly careful not to p- perpetuate. Yeah. We should be. And wait for prof- proper evidence before shutting borders. I'm saying we need to shut borders now and, ne- and assess. Oh, you're saying shut borders now? Yeah. I oh, see, so I'm, I'm saying no. We, we don't want to let the variant run wild until we know more about it. And it's okay. a, two weeks is a small, okay. small right. period well, of time. Yep. Uh, yeah, the Krillin one. I, look, I'm over people in, in media having a problem with what people say about them on social media. I, I know it, it cuts hard and it gets to people at certain times. And anyone who's copped it for the first time, it does have an impact. But that's what's going to happen. Just get on with it and move it. Gee, Just, that's going to be controversial when you and Tony and uh, Peter gather at Riccardi's there in Albert Park and discuss the year that's been for Christmas. <laughs> and your brother. <laughs> Couldn't think of anything worse. <laughs> Um, What's your brother think? He would agree with Peter, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As she would with him on another tip. Actually, you, you can't have ham above turkey. I'm sorry, because you can have you can get, you can go to that cafe across the middle there now and get a ham sandwich. You can't go and get a proper turkey sandwich. Christmas is all about ham. No, it's not. Um, and I do like wearing a t-shirt in, in a studio, Hutchie. But you're you saying can still I'm, do that? No, it's not. Not if you're going to put it on. Yeah, you can. No, I'm, I'm big on if you if it's cameras on, you've got to at least dress relatively smartly for the people that consume it. So. We've got to wear a suit into the studio next year, do we? It's all right. <laughs> all right. That, what was the scorecard? For- you know, you're getting around in a, in a silly-looking muscle car. It doesn't seem to have affected you. That was the scorecard. Thanks, Jane. Questions got better as the year went on. No questions. <laughs> Oh, look, I'll spend two months working on it. Um, and I did want to thank you guys. We've had so many emails um, just come through. A lot of them you don't ever see just saying how much people enjoy the show from dads up with first newborn kids listening to the podcast in the middle of the night to people who just wait for it to drop and email me if we're a day late. So and thank you. I know what, Jane, as often is the case in these products, we, we do give you a bit of grief. But um, I, I, I did say thank you in the main body. I'll say thank you again because you're in the studio. And actually, to be fair... This show's got better since Jane took over from, from Mitch. Got better? I took over from Jono. You don't even remember Jono Nash. <laughs> no, I just like bagging Mitch. Of course I remember Jono Nash. You've done an amazing job, Jane, and we're indebted to your producing. You are, without question, the best producer the Sounding Board's ever had, and we uh, thank you for well, it. Why'd you wink? <laughs> You're on thank camera, you. Archie. The wink would have been caught up on camera. I'm surprised Hutchie <laughs> hasn't mentioned the one episode I effed up and accidentally put the uncut. Audio uh, yeah, to air, but yeah, thanks that was for a, forgiving that was a reasonably tense. That was actually a reasonably tense. <laughs> we moved on. Twenty. <laughs> Boatgate. It was no, that wasn't Jane. Boatgate was someone else, wasn't it? No, oh. that was John O'Nash. Thank you, John O'Nash. Boatgate. <laughs> We've done a great job. Thank you, Jane. guys. It's been a pleasure. And I think. You and I have been long believers in the scorecard. Damo said this will never work. <laughs> and I think we've all worked out who was right and wrong. No, but I think Jane has sharpened up the questions in the statements. Well, you know, the, the change of the sharpening of the questions coincided with Jane's voicing of them. They landed on... Yeah. The questions got a little better when the when their own voice was attached to them, that's for sure. Hey, and when I called Damo last night, he was cooking dinner, so I say bring back the dish in 2022. Yes. No. Yes. Was I'm a, with you. It was a, I was doing a very impromptu kale and fennel risotto of all things, actually. are you? Kale? No, I had some kale in the fridge that needed to be used, and I thought, what am I going to do with it? 
Hutchie would yeah, not have gone to dinner at your place, I can tell you <laughs> not that. Lot, not entirely sure it worked, but it, yeah, anyway, we did it. What a note to finish with. That's been The Sounding Board, and thanks for everyone's support in 2021. Thanks for listening to The Sounding Board podcast with Hutchie and Damo for Drinkwise. Make sure you find us on Facebook and Twitter at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign-up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. 